This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This Day in Crime is released every day, Monday through Saturday. For ad-free listening and exclusive bonus content, subscribe to TenderFit Plus at TenderFitPlus.com or on Apple Podcasts. Let's start the show. To all our listeners, new and old, welcome to the show. I'm Todd McComas, and I have a little motivational message to help you get through your Wednesday. If you woke up this morning and you didn't like what you saw in the mirror, make a change. Take that mirror down and replace it with a bookshelf or maybe a painting of a lighthouse but something that doesn't cast a reflection. I hope that helps. Now let's get you caught up on what's happening in true crime. Here's Eric Quintana. A real-life soup Nazi, two versions of how did you think you'd get away with it, Swifties are getting duped, $25 million for 44 years of your life, and an armed attack on a newsroom. All that today on This Day in Crime. What's up, everybody? My name is Eric Quintana, and today is January 10th, 2024. The most appropriate start to this story is by simply yelling, No soup for you! Of all the ways I'd want to go, there's no way I'd feel good about soup taking me out. But one man got really close. And whenever there's an attempted murder, true crime tells us the likeliest suspects are the people in the house. That being said, a Massachusetts woman is being accused of trying to poison her husband with soup. And the melodramatic cracker floating atop the soup is that the police say somebody pretending to be a soap opera star convinced her to do it. Townsend resident Roxanne Doucette is now being charged with attempted murder and claims this is all one huge misunderstanding. For what it's worth, Doucette denies it all. She didn't try to poison him and has never tried to poison him in any way whatsoever. She loves him very, very much and would never try to kill anyone. Her claim is that the soup was just old. But hours after the 73-year-old husband ingested the soup, he was rushed to the hospital. He was barely conscious at first, but did survive. It was there, at the hospital, that their daughter became suspicious and began to go through Roxanne's phone. Turns out, a scammer had been sending her messages claiming to be a soap opera star who wanted to hook up with her, saying, quote, You have to get rid of your husband, honey. I need you so much. Take notes, boys. This is definitely the way to a woman's heart. Roxanne eventually wrote back, Making an amazing soup. Special portion. Maybe I could collect life insurance. Strangely enough, the toxicology report came back negative, but Roxanne has been ordered by the court to stay away from her husband. Roxanne was also charged with resisting arrest and assaulting an officer, all because the police tried to take her phone as evidence. Unfortunately, there's no news on the soap opera star, but I'll do my best to keep you updated. Funny side note, I actually wrote soup opera star the first time I wrote this out. 
It's appropriate now to yell. Next! It's a Seinfeld reference. Here's the obligatory disclaimer that this next story is gruesome. Plea deals feel like a weird thing to me in the court of law. I get their usefulness, but sometimes I feel like maybe we should just say psych and give them the max punishment in cases like these. You may have heard of Desiree Figueroa, a Chicago woman who helped her mother kill a pregnant teenager and cut the baby out of her womb. Well, she's pleaded guilty to the charges this week. As part of the plea deal, she will testify against her mother and receive 30 years in prison. I assume that's cut down from life imprisonment? In case you were about to look it up, there is no death penalty in Illinois as of 2011. Now, I'm going to recount the events, and you tell me if both these criminals deserve life in prison. Back in October of 2018, Clarissa Figueroa, the mother in this story, told her daughters that she was pregnant, a surprise to both daughters since Clarissa had her tubes tied. Clarissa went on to do things like post ultrasound pictures of her fake baby on Facebook. In early February, Clarissa posted on the Help a Mother Out Facebook page that she named her baby Xander. Xander was also the name of her oldest son who just months before this elaborate plan passed away of natural causes. She'd go on to post a picture of a crib and decorated baby room on the Facebook page. Later, she made a post saying, quote, Who is due in May? Where is my May mama's at? That same day, Clarissa connected with Marlon Ochoa Lopez, who was seven months pregnant at the time. Clarissa offered her brand new baby clothes and suggested they contact each other through DMs. At some point before the vicious killing, Clarissa told her daughter Desiree that she needed help killing a pregnant woman and taking the baby. Desiree initially said no, but evidently changed her mind. On April 1st, it seemed like the duo was going to kill Marlon in the basement of Clarissa's house. But Desiree's boyfriend, who was there and noticed erratic behavior and had heard of the devious plan, said that if they were going to kill Marlon, that he'd call the police. After Marlon left, Clarissa told the boyfriend that the whole thing was an April Fool's joke. Later that month, Marlon drove back to Clarissa's house. While she sat in the living room, Desiree and Clarissa turned up the volume to the music they were playing and went into the kitchen to talk about how they'd kill Marlon and cut her baby out. When they went back into the living room, Desiree distracted Marlon with a photo album of Clarissa's deceased son, Xander, and Clarissa wrapped a cable around Marlon's neck from behind her. In the fight for her life, Marlon stuck two fingers inside the cable. That's when Desiree helped peel back the fingers and Clarissa tightened the cable. They grabbed a large plastic bag and a butcher knife, and I can skip the gory details beyond this because you can probably imagine what happened next. Once they'd moved the body, Clarissa called 911 and stated that she delivered her baby on her own and the baby was not breathing. They eventually went to the hospital and the baby was taken to the NICU. The doctors noticed that Clarissa didn't have the typical symptoms of someone who had just given birth. She did have blood all over her, which was wiped off at the hospital. Marlon's husband reported her missing the next day, and the investigation was underway. The deception continued for a few weeks, though, as Clarissa created a GoFundMe for the baby, posted photos. Eventually, they found Marlon's body in a garbage can in the corner of the Figueroa property. They took DNA tests, and eventually arrests were made. I honestly don't know how they thought they'd get away with it, but that's a life in prison type of crime for both of them if you ask me. I don't care what the plea deal is. Don't even think about hitting that fast forward button because I have something super cool to share with you. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. 
We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, TEND is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Carrying on with the theme of how did you think you were going to get away with it? I've got the winner for worst teacher of the year on deck. And after the last story, I might have the runner up for worst parent of the year too. A Missouri teacher was arrested in Texas last week and is being charged with first degree endangering the welfare of a child, second degree statutory rape, sexual contact with a student, and fourth degree child molestation. The father of this child was charged with first degree endangering the welfare of a child for essentially just letting it happen. 26-year-old Haley Clifton Carmack was allegedly intimately involved with a 16-year-old student, but to really seal her place as the worst teacher of all time, she apparently used student lookouts while the student and teacher had sex during school. Now, the reason the father didn't stop the relationship is because he believed the two would have continued their extracurricular activities behind his back anyway. On December 7th, a student witness reported the inappropriate relationship to a school resource officer. The witness told police they had learned about what was going on after being shown photos of scratches on the victim's back. The witness also claimed that Haley said, I'm out of state, but I can send you money, baby, over the phone on the victim's birthday. It was also stated that the inappropriate relationship with the student was the reason Haley's divorce to her husband went through. Eventually, police obtained a warrant to search Haley's phone and recovered messages where she and the student discussed their relationship. I feel like more and more of these stories pop up every day and I just don't get it. How do you think you're not going to get caught? I love me a good scam. And all you gullible Swifties out there, make sure you're not falling for this one, especially if you're really into cooking. I will not feel bad for you. Fake ads with Taylor Swift have been popping up on Facebook over the last few weeks, endorsing Dutch ovens from a high-end French-Belgian brand. These AI-generated promos are apparently duping Swifties into believing the endorsement is real and getting people to enter a giveaway for the high-priced cookware. In the ad, you're asked to click a button to answer some questions in order to enter the giveaway. You're sent to a website highlighting news coverage of Le Crusette that includes commentary from fake customers. The most gullible pay a $9.96 shipping charge for the items and never actually receive anything. On top of that, the victims are hit with hidden monthly charges. The company itself said the brand isn't involved with Taylor Swift, so it seems like they're not involved in this in any direct way. I, for one, always make sure I go to the official websites to buy anything online. It does make you wonder though, at what point does AI really get good at this stuff and have us all duped all the time?
Imagine spending 44 years in prison for a crime you didn't commit. I literally can't fathom it. That being said, I also can't imagine being given $25 million. That's exactly the situation for Ronnie Long, a North Carolina man wrongly accused of rape back in 1976. Ronnie, who is black, was accused of the crime against a prominent white woman by an all-white jury. Law enforcement leaders had selected the jury who removed potential black jurors from the jury pool. There was no physical evidence to the rape or the burglary that was committed. Officers gave false testimony, fingerprint evidence from the crime scene didn't match Ronnie's fingerprints, the rape kit wasn't shared with the defense. I mean, this is classic framing. I don't know why it took 44 years for this to all come out, but man, do we need a better system for cases that have serious doubt around it. The governor of North Carolina granted him a full pardon back in 2020. He was awarded $750,000 in compensation for the wrongful incarceration. But Ronnie rightfully went on to sue everyone he could for a combined $25 million. It's 44 years, you're not getting that time back. But hopefully this settlement relieves Ronnie of all future worries and makes the rest of his life the easiest it can possibly be. Let's move on to some chaos in Ecuador. In what looks like a scene straight out of the movie Viva Vendetta, an armed gang of masked men in Ecuador broke into a public television station while they were broadcasting and attacked the employees. In the released video, people are seen begging for the police to leave. One man has a shotgun pressed up against his neck. One woman is heard saying, don't shoot, please don't shoot, all while the cameras were broadcasting live. One cameraman was shot in the leg and another had his arm broken in the attack. Ultimately, 13 suspects were arrested at the scene. What seemingly prompted this attack is equally as crazy. A notorious gangster vanished from his prison cell one day, which initiated a state of emergency declaration in all of Ecuador. At least 10 people have been killed since Monday's 60-day state of emergency began. Authorities don't know for sure if the incident in the TV studio and the disappearance of Adolfo Villamar, or Fido as he's better known, are connected, but the attack did occur in the same city as the prison. The president of Ecuador has ordered that criminal gangs be, quote, neutralized after days of violence culminated in this TV studio attack. The U.S. has condemned the attacks and offered to help provide assistance, while Peru has dispatched police to the border. Check out the video if you can stomach it. I can't imagine what would happen if this were to take place in an American newsroom. Well, that's all from me today. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm now going to go have some jambalaya. More crime tomorrow. This Day in Crime is a production of Tenderfoot TV in partnership with Odyssey, produced in association with Bernie Mountain Productions. Sources for today's episode and full credits can be found in the show notes, and you can follow us on social media at This Day in Crime. We're back at it tomorrow. Thanks for listening. You know that science solves crimes. Forensic science is exciting, challenging, and most of all, rewarding work. But there is a shortage of qualified individuals in this field. Hi, I'm Terry with Loyola University, Maryland's Forensic Science Department. Loyola is one of the only colleges in the country offering advanced degrees in forensic pattern analysis and biological forensics. Our courses, taught by forensic experts, feature hands-on training and small class sizes. They are based on real crime scene and forensic examiner training programs to ensure you are ready to make a difference. Our programs are open to students from a variety of academic backgrounds because we believe everyone can contribute to solving crimes. So what are you waiting for? Discover the excitement of forensic science at Loyola University, Maryland. Visit loyola.edu forward slash forensic for more information. 
That's loyola.edu forward slash forensic because you are ready to make a difference. Join one of Loyola University, Maryland's forensic science programs today.